It was so, I'm so over sweating myself with the stuff in the rain. It was really such, such a beautiful Hachanasa Sefer Torah. And whenever you go to Hachanasa Sefer Torah, it's beautiful. But I must say, this was, maybe it's because it's the first, maybe because it's more than, more than just a Sefer Torah, it's, it's really the beginning of something much, much bigger. But it was really a half of a fellow Hachanasa Sefer Torah. And in general, when one sees Achnas Sefer Torah, there's a lot of sinful. We know that the 613th mitzvah of the Torah is Ve'ata Kisru Lachem Es Hashira Hazais. That an individual should write a Sefer Torah. The interesting thing is, there's more than one way according to many Rishonim. For example, those who wrote a letter today, the Rambam in Ilka Sefer Torah says that just writing one letter is you get the mitzvah of Atta Kisri L'Shirah That You get the mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah. There is an amazing rush in the beginning of Menachas that says if you buy a Gemara or you take notes or you write on Torah, you get the mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah. So why is the Hachnas Sefer Torah such a festive event? You know, I just told Yaakov Rubianker, and I was watching him dance, it reminded me of the Simchas Torahs that we had in San Jose. You see a Simchas Torah, and it wasn't just them, it was all of us dancing. Why is it such a joy? The truth is, you can write notes on Rabbi Bilotish here, taking on Anshadas afterwards, and soon to be in the weekday, and then you'll be good to go. You write a Sefer Torah, why is it such an event? So I saw the Minchas Asher, of Asher Weiss, it's an amazing, amazing thing. It's a very famous Zohar, that Yisrael stands for Yesh Shishim Riboy Riboy Isis Torah. There are 60 million, 600,000 letters Isis in the Torah, and that stands for Yisrael. The Shlaha Kodesh and the Pnei Yeshua both write that the significance of that is that every single Jew has a letter in the Torah. And therefore, whether you wrote a letter today or not, this is all our simcha. Because when a Torah comes to the world, the shlop in particular points out that each one of us in this tent, room, slash, whatever, has a connection, a deep connection to a letter in the Torah and the mela accordingly. When a Torah comes, it's our simcha. And each one of us <coughs> feel that simcha. And therefore, since our oath is being written, we rejoice with that. That's any, it's any Sefer Torah. <coughs> in particular, this Sefer Torah, which was written really in my good friend, Dr. Leon Lubyanka, is a tremendous, tremendous simple. You know, I, as mentioned, most, almost all of you did not know, although some certainly did, uh, Dr. Lubyanka. But he was a brilliant doctor. He was a brilliant man. He was one of the top dermatologists in Northern California. And he's brilliant in many topics. I mean, you could speak to him. I had multiple times at my Shabbos table. And you know, I just told Yaakov Rubianker, and I was watching him dance, it reminded me of the Simchas Torahs that we had in San Jose. You see a Simchas Torah, and only just him, it was all of us dancing. Why is it such a joy? The truth is, you can write notes on Rabbi Bilotish here, taking on Anshadis afterwards, 
and soon to be in the weekday, and then you'll be good to go. You're ready to say for Torah. Why is it such an event? So I saw the Minchas Asher of Asher Weiss is an amazing, amazing thing. It's a very famous Zohar that Yisrael stands for Yesh Shishim Riboy Riboy Isis Latorah. There are 60 myriad, 600,000 letters Isis in the Torah, and that stands for Yisrael. The Shlaha Kodesh and the Pnei Yeshua both write that the significance of that is that every single Jew has a letter in the Torah. And therefore, whether you wrote a letter today or not, this is all our simcha. Because when a Torah comes to the world, the Shlop in particular points out that each one of us in this tent, room, slash, whatever, has a connection, a deep connection to a letter in the Torah. And the Mela, accordingly, when a Torah comes, it's our simcha. And each one of us feel that simcha. And therefore, since our oath is being written, we rejoice with that. That's any, it's any Sefer Torah. <coughs> in particular, this Sefer Torah, which was written really in my good friend, Arilev bin Avram Pesach, Dr. Leon Lubyanka, is a tremendous, tremendous simcha. You know, I, as mentioned, most, almost all of you did not know, although some certainly did, uh, Dr. Lubyanka. He was a brilliant doctor. He was a brilliant man. He was one of the top dermatologists in Northern California. And he's brilliant in many topics. I mean, you could speak to him. I had multiple times at my Shabbos table and, you know, besides bashing Obamacare in the old days and stuff like that. Uh, and, you know, California, Northern California, they're woke 10 years ago. Whatever you see today, we're 10 years ahead, you know. Someone just told me, I'm in Chicago now, that Rav Chaim Levine tells Rosh Hashiva Zatzal used to say years ago that, that Chicago's 40 years behind Lakewood, or New York Lakewood. So today, it's, we're only a few years behind. So the East Coast is only a few years, as much as you see in whatever newspaper. Trust me, it's worse in California, but as far as being woke, right? You know, so he would always remember at my table and talk about the lunacy of all of that. But he was just, not just brilliant in politics or in history. He loved a good... I remember David, when you tell him the Dvar Torah, we always focus on, on the start of history, World War II, war, and Holocaust. He was a brilliant man, but he was extraordinarily humble. He was super humble. And he would show that in, in so many ways. He was caring... He was humble, Rabbi Kuna, and I'm sure he's still here. His rabbi of Chabad in Las Gas, who just reminded me today that one of the first times I saw Dr. Lubyanker, Dr. Lubyanker, coming to Mincha in the weekday, was he came to Mincha at Amakai, and he told me, My high. And then he saw him give me some kind of medication. I, I, I can assure you, I've never asked, I never asked him to bring me medication. I probably needed it. I probably needed it. And to him, it was like a no brainer that he would go ahead and bring it to Shoal. It was a no-brainer. I remember once I did have something where it was cellulitis many years ago, and I, I was misdiagnosed. I, the amount of times he called me, it was unbelievable. It was Erev Shabbos. It wasn't just me. I can tell you the Yudua, first-hand knowledge, that kind of care and sensitivity was with not all of his patients with any person he met. But I want to focus on one thing today because we're not going to say fraternal. You know, all of us are showing my Torah mitzvahs and we keep the Torah. There's a bomb kasha. 
There's a bomba kasha. It's a great question that's asked. Why are we obligated? What, what obligates you and I to keep the Torah? What, why? Because 3,300 plus years ago, our ancestors accepted the Torah. What is his chayvis? Why, is, why are we obligated? So the Kliyokar and the Sifzikah Kalman Bader, both of them ask this Shiloh. And they give two terutsim. Terutz number one is even though we physically weren't there, we know that Chazal say our neshamas were there. And therefore when Klai Yisrael said Nasiv and Ishma, that was us, all of us. All our neshamas were there by Nasiv and Ishma. I can a kach, you know that anyone who ever becomes a ger, they had to have been there also. Because they're also, once it, it, they're obligated. The second approach that they have is that bra krad avua. Just like we know David just said Kaddish by Mincha, the day finished with his father, a momentous occasion. Just like a child could say Kaddish and, and be, give a merit to a parent, to a relative, so too we are connected. Even though we weren't there, our ancestors were. And that obligates us. I saw an amazing pshato by Rabbi Dr. Yitzhak Breuer. Rabbi Breuer was actually the founder of Paul Agostisol in Eretz Yisrael. He was Rabbi Joseph Breuer's brother, who was the head of the Yekishim community of KAJ in uh, Washington Heights for many years, and a son of Shlomo Breuer and a grandson of Rabbi Hirsch. Um, so Rabbi Breuer says the following thing. It's a long piece. It says the following, you should know that Kabbalah's Torah, the accepting of the Torah, was not on individuals. It was not on Yechidim. But it was, an, we accepted the Torah as a nation. And that therefore, just like if you were part of a nation, if we're born in America, United States, we're obligated by the laws, <laughs> once, we, once we're here, we, I, didn't, I didn't vote, did any of us vote the Constitution? Don't raise your hands, right? None of us vote the Constitution, but we're obligated to follow it. Right, we're obligated to follow the laws where we are because we are born into this. And Kol Shekin so much more says, not Rabbi Breuer, that when we accepted the Torah, we accepted it as an Am Yisrael, as a nation. And therefore, we who are born into Klal Yisrael, said Rabbi Dr. Breuer, are Mokuyov, are obligated to keep the Torah. Now, when we think of community, when we think of a Kehillah, you know, typically we think of institutions. You speak to them, tell me about the Kehillah, the Jewish community. So you'll notice, normally what happens is people talk about institutions, the shoals, the schools, the chesed organizations. I, I, I've been heads of all those three types of things. And people give to those organizations and people receive from chesed, Torah, and, and tefillah in those type of places. And that's what you ask. When you ask, what's a Kehillah? What's, what's, what's in the community? So I saw the Shiva Edison Shlita here today. We have Rabbi Shiva Karat today. We have we had Rabbanim. I saw Rabbi Drucker. Right, my 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 through match Lonzo Rabbi Rabbi Feldman was a close back to Miami. They're all calm. They're heads of institutions. But what Rabbi Breuer is saying is something radically different. And the essence of the Torah and the reason we all in this tent are obligated to keep the Torah is when we talk about community, it's on a different dargo. It's on a completely different level. And that is, is that we can't live without it. You know, I mentioned that Zayar. I remember my Rav, my Rav as a kid, where Rav Zev left, who, who, who I remained close to this day. I even brought him to San Jose twice. Um, 
Um, and I remember the first time I brought him, I brought him to the school where the Lubyanka children went when they were younger to South Peninsula Hebrew Day School. And he said this same Zayar. Yisrael stands for Yisrael. And he asked a good question. If you count the letters in the Torah, there are not 600,000 letters in the Torah. There are 304,805. So how could it be that we say And he said the Most people make a mistake. When they translate and translate is as ba Torah, in the Torah. It doesn't say that. It says la Torah, to the Torah. And what it really means is as follows. Just like a safer Torah is puzzle, is not kosher, if even one letter is missing. So to Klal Yisrael, the Jewish people is lacking. It's at some level not kosher if even one Jew is not connected. That's what it means that a safer the Klal Yisrael is the Torah, la Torah, because we're, we we accept the Torah as a kahal, as a community. You know they, they always say in yeshivas. Nine Rebbe Kiva Eggers can't make a minion, but ten Pashat Hayyidim could. Right? Klal Yisrael, we're part of, of something which is, which, which is, which is, which is a, a, bigger, a bigger good. The truth is, the 613 mitzvahs themselves, none of us can do it. It's different Jews. You have Kohanim, you have certain mitzvahs only men could do, certain mitzvahs only women could do. The Torah is, was given, when we say 613 mitzvahs, it was given to, to the Jewish people. And the, and, and the kihila, the, the, when we keep it as a, ka, ka, a kihila, it's what makes us the chazan ish. And more than one letter says, the importance of being part of a community is it strengthens you with Torah. You can't keep Torah the same way. If I had to pick one thing today to focus on Ari Leib and Pesach my, my good friend, Dr. Lubyanka, Dr. Leon, as I would call him, you have to understand that this is a Jew who understood what community meant. He was a Jew who lived, that it wasn't, I mentioned his brilliance, his humility, his sensitivity. He was a person who connected to community and he did it most profoundly through his family. He, he did not grow up as, as religious as he was nifter, but he bought a house decades ago where Pinchas Seidenberg was sitting at that table, uh, whose father, I want you to know, in 1970, started a show in San Jose in his house. In his house, because this wasn't Edison, San Jose, by the way. <laughs> there, is, there is nothing there. There is, not, there is not one Torah minion there. And when it was there, in, in, by Constitution Avenue, Dr. Leon years ago bought a house right in walking distance to the show. He didn't realize it would move a little bit. So it was as close. He bought it because his mother, he, wanted, he bought it because he wanted to have a show close by for his mother to be able to walk too easily. He understood that if you want to be part of something, it's community. When you would see him, even his children, everything about it, you would see the dedication and devotion that he gave his children on the Torah Chinuch. You know, that, that he, whether it was Rabbi Lapin, or Lapin, who was a Rav, almost 20 years before me, 15, 16 years before me, who was a big Tamar Chacham, a great person, he connected his children to them. Later, to Rabbi Vogel, who was not in this room today, he was a Rabbi in, Cal- in California, Rabbi Kunin. Rabbi Feldman, Rabbi Tzach Feldman, who's a rabbi in Palo Alto, he would take his children to the show there as well. All because he understood that for his children to be successful, they need to be part of a community. And any time something revolved about a community, Dr. Leon was a person who understood that. Whether it's through generosity of time or money, 
making a minion, whatever it would be. And I must say that his partner in all of this, I used to always joke around, and I, I still joke around, if I ever I get calls about some of the children's stall about Shaduchim, they say, I'll tell me about the family. So I always say it's an intermarriage. And all of a sudden they stop. They're probably truly intermarriage. No! I said the mother is Sephardi Moroccan, Israeli, and the father is Ashkenazi as you get. Uh, and, and I said, but you should know that quote-unquote joke intermarriage is a marriage of shalom bias. I want you to understand, you don't realize Mrs. Lubyanker, if I would tell you she was next to her husband throughout his life together, together, it would be an understatement. She worked in the office with him. She answered the phone calls. She went everywhere where he went, she went and vice versa. They were a team and they built a beautiful home together. And all of that community, that community reality was a, was a tremendous effort on both of their parts. You know, there's an amazing, amazing Panevich Rav. He once, once asked Panevich Rav, God will go to the door. Kavrusa of Rabochan Vasumin in Baranovich, in Radin by the Chavetzkayim. Right? Rosh Yeshiva, at the time, the greatest Yeshiva in the world. Panovich. But we don't have his writings. And he asked the Panovich Sharov, Where are your Sefer Torahs? Where are your Ksuvis? Where are your Ksuvis? Where's your notes? Where's your Svarim? And the Panovich Sharov answered that the Torah starts Zed, Sefer told us Adam. That this safer is a tolus adam. He says, when you make people, when you make people, that's also safer. My swarm or my talmidim. There's thousands and today tens and hundreds of thousands of talmidim are punished and they're talmidim. That was the punishment of talmidim. So we're here today to celebrate a book, the five books of Moshe, the Torah that we have. But I must tell all of you that Dr. Leon and Mrs. Lubyanka, Mrs. Ethel Lubyanka wrote five swarm already. And that's Pesach. Paul, who literally, I can just, just tell you, who pushed himself to, to in, in all of his, not only to be a graphic artist and tournaments, I still remember, very, not that long ago, the kiddish that he made when he finished graphic art school, and the simcha of the family, the letter, that the, the drusha that he wrote, of Leah, who's probably the most, and then the Weinbergs, who really, I, I, if I had to tell you, of a mentioned community, the mishpacha to Lubyankers, and I, I'm, I'm tapped in a little bit to it, there is nothing like that. The, the nachas, the simcha by Eric and Leah's wedding. I, I'm telling you, I've been to Sadiq Kedushan, I've been to many weddings, I've been in all types of places. I very rarely, and I say this without exaggeration, have seen a parent have such nachas, some, uh, some un, such unadulterated simcha, as I saw then, then, then as well. And David, I don't just actually want to think about David. You know, I talk about the Mesoira in giving from his mothers and his great, uh, grand, grandparents. One of the reasons that the Lubyankers got to the next level, one of the, one of the things, is I remember, I still remember where I was standing. I think this was 12, 13 years ago. I had a seed program from Rabbi Grossman, Yeshiva Shah Torah, for 13 years in San Jose, because I'm a Shah Torah Bakar. And I, I, I used to, I in the second year, the first year, uh, maybe, so, maybe a little bit longer even, I called up Dr. Leon. Dr. Leon, I want to have you study with a boy from Yeshiva. And Mrs. Lubyanka actually calls me. And she's, and she's, oh, Dr. Lee, you're working too hard today. You know, she's, but David is home for the summer to study for MCATs. David's home for the summer to study for the MCATs. 
right? I don't think at that moment she realized she'd be studying, he'd be studying Carterite or Nushalayim today. But I will tell you, it's not surprising that I called Leon, I got David. Because the children, David, and all the, all the, all the children are products of that Sefer Torah, which he wrote. And with Effie together with him, it's Leon together. And Rosie, the same thing. I remember when she was, was, was actually at one point, I'm sure you know, you know this, when you were working on being a designer of costumes. Right now you're designing the shamas much better than costumes. But whatever it was, the pride, the joy, I don't want to skip, I'm not going to skip Yaakov as well, right? That, that Yaakov, the vax to be a Tamil Chochem, and by one of the last moments where Leon was out, was, was with Yaakov's Kassanah. That Sifrei Torah is, is, is now added to by the Sifrei Torah here. And I want to say one thing. The fact that it's ended up here, I believe is the same, is the same, same vart. See, when the family, I had supposed to be involved in the conversations where the Sefer Torah would go, Mrs. Lubyanka and the children wanted something that would make an impact. Baruch Hashem and San Jose, they have four Sefer Torah, and would not have made nearly such an impact. And when discussing where to give the Sefer Torah, to give it to a shul with a dynamic role, where people were coming from the same yeshiva as Yaakov learned and as Eric learned it, as uh, uh, as uh, Dava learned in Nachon Shlomo, many of them, a show where, where they're building a community, building a kihila. How beautiful it is that a person like Arya Levin of Pesach Avram, like Dr. Leon Lubyanker, should be an impetus, should be the Hechi Timsa to advance a community that's growing. Because he was a year his whole life, realized that the Torah was given to Klal Yisrael. And the way Klal Yisrael boxes, the way we grow is through a community and through Torah. So mazel tov to all of us on our Sefer Torah. Mazel tov to the Edison Chabura. Mazel tov to the Lubyanka family. And a great mazel tov in Shemayim to my dear cover, Dr. Leon. Thank you.